buckle up, it's time for That's How I Roll with Jeremiah Isley, a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. That's How I Roll is presented by Theology of Games. Visit theologyofgames.com for the latest in tabletop gaming, news, reviews, and interviews. And now, here's Jeremiah. Hey, everyone. Welcome once again to That's How I Roll. Hey, I'm your host, Jeremiah Isley. Joined today once again by my two co-hosts. Say hi, guys. Hello. <laughs> That's Xavier and Cooper. It is another snow day. This is episode 34, Snowmageddon, which really, it was kind of a wimpy end of the world snowfall. We were not really sure why there was a snow day yes. today. <laughs> Either Mr. Smith wanted one or just... It was really bad, like, at 5 o'clock, and they decided to cancel it, and then at 7, they got the roads clear. Yeah, yeah, something like that went on, because it surely doesn't look too bad out there, but... Maybe we'll, in other cities, it's really bad. Who knows? Yeah, we'll take yeah. it, right? Right. <laughs> so, uh, we're just gonna... We thought we would talk a little bit real quick. I'll give you the roadmap for today's show. We are going to check out what's good in the neighborhood and just talk about uh, games that we've been playing recently. And we are going to do a drive-by review of Vikings, Vikings on Board. From Blue Orange Games, it's a fun little game, so we'll talk about that a little bit later. But let's uh, talk about what's good in the neighborhood real quick. So boys, um, <laughs> you might hear some grunting in the background. I'm holding little Seven in my arms right now because she's a little bit fussy, and we wanted to get this recording in before it was too late. So, if you hear the grunting... <laughs> it is not us. <laughs> it's not any of us, and she's not in any pain. She just likes to grunt. Right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, that's been kind of what's good in the neighborhood for us lately, is we've been home a lot with Lil Seven because yep. she yes. can't really go out many places and um, we've managed to play a few games recently which has been good you alright there? you guys stay awake? big old yawn you guys didn't get enough sleep sleeping mm -hmm. in after the snow day anyway so <laughs> I was up at like <laughs> I was up at like 6, 7.30 7.30 well, I slept later than that. Anyway. And then I read for a while. So. Uh-huh. All right, so... I didn't we, read at all. We have played... What have we played? We played some Escape recently, which is a fun live-action uh, dice real time. rolling, real-time, get-out-of-the-temple-alive kind of game. It's a co-op game, which we like co-op games, yeah, right? Yeah, because with that... Because we're 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 better at strategy as a team and not individually. Yeah, and it's fun to work together because um, we all lose or win together as a team or as a family. And plus, then there's no arguments about oh he cheated <laughs> he cheated no 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 I didn't cheat I didn't cheat. Yeah. What do you think, Cooper? I really like cooperative games. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I do too. So, Escape is a fun one for us to play. We also recently played some Code Names, 
And we took that to school and played yep. with some of your friends at school. And it went pretty okay. Yeah, and then everybody started showing up and we were like, and we couldn't find even teams, so. Yeah, there were some preschoolers that kind of came in the room and wanted to play. And nobody wanted to be on a team with them, but they can't read. And so <laughs> that kind of made it difficult. Yep. <laughs> All right, so we were just like, ah, oh, let's just go play something else. Yeah, so we played Sharks and Minnows after that. Yep. Uh, but Codenames <laughs> is a fun game. You guys like that, and we're looking forward. There's some new versions coming up. So oh, really? Yeah, yeah. there's going to be a Marvel version. Oh, that's cool. And a Disney version. And that's cool. Rumor has it, a Star Wars version. Oh, so. that's going to be cool. Oh yeah. yeah, so that'll be pretty awesome. And we've been playing a lot of the winter edition of Carcassonne lately. Yes, um, yes. And it's been kind of fun because we kind of almost play like speed Carcassonne. So yeah. you grab a tile and you just play it and you, you got to keep the game moving. Yeah. Which is cool because we can get a game in in about 20, 30 minutes if we play it like that. Yeah. And we can get those in pretty often. Yeah, because like we're like trying to get out the door and like but like we just have that little bit of amount of time that like we could either like play a game or watch a show or something so we just pull out carcassonne and just start just playing really fast yep it's a <clears throat> it's a fun game and it's easy for us to play really quickly yep. and we have also been playing vikings, vikings on, on board. board which brings us to our drive-by review. Whoa! Hey everyone, look! It's time for another drive-by review. So I'm going to give you a quick description of the game, and then we're going to share some thoughts on what we had about the game. How's that sound? Good. Good? All right. So Vikings on Board is a very... Um, I guess lightweight worker placement type of game where you have a, uh, a row, like a, a, not a marketplace, um, a harbor. That's the word I'm looking for. Yes. You have a harbor with all these different buildings and each building gives you a different ability that you can do. And the goal of the game is to get, is to score, basically the goal is to score more points, right? But you score those points by getting goods onto different ships in the harbor and then controlling those ships before they set sail. You can also score points by betting who will who will control each of those ships when it sets sail. And you have four betting tokens that you can use. And once you win that bet, you score it, so you can only use it once. Um, the cool thing is, is the board and the pieces are really, really sweet. There's ships that are made up of these punched out, they're pre-constructed already, which is awesome. These, these long boats, these Viking longships that have different sections and they all have a, a certain amount of shields and a certain color on them. So you are trying to get more shields of your color onto that ship and get it loaded up with lots of uh, merchandise Good. and goods and then set sail so that you control that ship and you can choose which tokens you get first. Um, there's also a marketplace on the harbor that controls how much each of those goods is worth. And that's one of the like buildings you can go into to raise the prices. Right. So yeah. the turn order is determined by 
how what um, what action you take. They're kind of in a line. And so as you go down this line, you move your Viking from one side to the other, picking which action you want to do. And those actions can be anything from switching out pieces of a ship from one ship to another, adding one of your pieces to the back of a ship. Um, moving yours to the front for moving, a tiebreaker. Right, because that's the tiebreaker. If somebody's tied, whoever has the one that's closest to the front wins the tie and controls that ship. Um, so there's all these different actions. I think there's like eight or nine different actions. You do that and you just kind of keep going back and forth, trying to uh, control each ship and trying to score as many points as you can. And the game ends when seven out of the eight ships set sail. So that is a very quick... Hi. Pretty, the game is fairly easy to learn. Um, yeah, it's so, just getting the hang of it is the thing. Yep, and getting, figuring out the strategy of when to load up a ship or when to try to take control of it or when to set sail. And the cool thing about the set sail action is that even though you pick that during your turn, that doesn't happen until the end of the round. So people can still do things before the round is over to maybe foil your plans if you're trying to take make one certain ship set sail. So I thought that was pretty interesting. So yeah. what did you guys think? Cooper, what did you think about Vikings on board? Kind of hard because cooperative games are way easier. They are way easier. So you had to kind of be on your own on this one. And you actually, you took control of some ships pretty early on. Yes. Now, how did that work out for you? Because... You had a lot of shields on some of the early ships that maybe mm -hmm. didn't score you so many points, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It didn't work out at all. <laughs> it didn't, because at the end you were just kind of... I was I was just betting. Yeah, you were doing the betting, which was a good way. You actually scored some points doing that. Yeah. But then you were also kind of just trying to mess with me and Xavier, too. Yep. So, cool. Cool. Uh, Xavier... Share some thoughts on, on I, Vikings on board. I liked Vikings on board, but I think it's a little hard to strategize with because, like, sometimes, like, some people will, like, sabotage you without you knowing, without them even knowing because, like, if they do something and, like, you were going to do that to c take control of the ship and then it just basically ruins your strategy and you kind of got to come up with another one real fast right right so sometimes somebody's thinking one thing but it's the exact same thing that you were thinking and it it kind of throws you off for a round right yeah 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 i thought the interesting thing was that you could each of those actions could only be done once per round so it wasn't like oh you're gonna move a ship piece well i'm gonna do it too you had to then if that was like the one thing you really wanted to do that round you really had to wait for that next round to come through. Right, and then you also had to beat other people to it, too. Right, and you had to decide if it was worth it to do at that time or if you wanted to wait and hope that somebody else didn't do it. Right, so it's just like really quick strategizing and stuff. Yep, you yep. had to think on your feet. Because sometimes like, I would just like be so set on doing one thing, somebody else would like slip something else by me, and then when I... When it goes my turn to do that, do what what I wanted to, like that ship like already set sail or 
yep. somebody else took control of it or yeah, you thought, yeah. oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna score a lot of points because I'm gonna set sail with this one, and next thing you know, somebody else is. Yeah, and sometimes I won't even like really pay. Sometimes I would like pay attention because I'm like so focused on setting sail to that ship, and then somebody will like slip by like an exchange or something, and I'm like, oh wait, no. So let's talk about how the game looks. What did you guys think about like? The boards and the pieces and the ships and things like that. I think it was really mu- yes. well made and manufactured and stuff. Yeah, they like, were really well made. Like they were like three mini three D ships, yeah. basically on yeah. your board. Yeah, it's a really, really cool game to look at. The ships, when you look at them, are really cool. Um, and I loved the box because everything. The way they made the insert for every all the pieces to go in, it's super easy to put it away. And when you open the box and you look at all the ships lined up in there, you're like, oh, this is so cool. Right? Right. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. And the artwork is great. The shit, the board, the ships and the board all look really cool. And there's these cool, the little Viking guys are pretty cool too. That's you move yeah. them across. It's not just like a little meeple or something. Yeah. All right. You guys have anything else to say? about vikings on board do you give it a thumbs up do you give it a big recommendation or what do you think i recommend it but it's just still hard to strategize and stuff yeah i recommend it and it's hard to strategize so yeah i think the I more i recommend it kind of not <laughs> i think the more you guys play it like if we played it a handful of times you probably get a little more used to those strategies mm-hmm. and how they how they work and stuff so um, I recommend it as a gateway worker placement game. So, um, for you guys, you haven't played many worker placement games, which are mm-hmm. kind of usually more complicated and more like heavy and lots of things to keep track of and things like that. But this one, there's a few things to keep track of and it was a little tough to, to learn those strategies, but I think it was right in the right sweet spot for you guys to learn this kind of game. Yeah, we've. We played like eleven up games. I know we you are guys. Pretty good at it. You guys learn games really well, and this is kind of the first one that you've learned of worker strategy or worker placement. So, I for me, I would say this is a great family game. If you have kids that are ready to learn worker placement, definitely pick this one up. Uh, I haven't played it with my gamer group yet, but I think it might be just a touch too light too lightweight of a game for a gamer group, but um, it still is great to look at. It's a really well-made game and there's nothing about the game that is broken. So everything is fun. Everything is, is easy to learn, um, but it might be more suited as a family game than a deep, deep gamer heavy night kind of game. Um, But definitely for a family or casual non-gamers this is a great game and it's a really well-made piece of work from blue orange games the game plays two to four players and it plays um the box says about 30 to 60 minutes and i think that's about right i think yeah we probably probably played played it in like 45 yeah 50 40 45 somewhere in there and uh blue orange games released it at origins last year and it was uh, a, a great little pickup. I'm, I'm glad to have it in my collection. 
And uh, I want to thank Blue Orange for supplying me with a review copy. Guys, I think we're at the end of the show. Really? Yeah. What? Already. That quick? We're, we're deep into wow. this one. It seemed quick, but it wasn't quick. Really? Guys, thanks so much for joining me today. You're welcome. You're welcome. For Cooper and Xavier and Little Seven who is still sleeping in my arms. I want to thank you for all joining me here on That's How I Roll. Stay tuned. There is more information coming soon about a contest for a download code for Mysterium from Asmodee Digital. That will be coming very, very soon, probably the next episode. Actually, Unless it, unless it comes tomorrow because of Snow Day number of two. Snow Day. <laughs> But in the meantime, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Go to TheologyOfGames.com. Sign up for our email list. You can find out all of the information about the contest coming up there. And did you want to say something? Instead of saying that's how I roll, you should say that's how we roll. Okay, we're going to do that, all right? So here we go. Uh, Thanks again for joining us. This is episode 34 of That's How I Roll. You have been listening to Xavier and Cooper and Little Violet and Jeremiah Isley. And until next time, that's that's how how we roll. roll. Thanks for rolling with us today. That's How I Roll is produced by Jeremiah Isley and brought to you by Theology of Games. If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in, and drive safe.